Murphy's bedtime stories. Murphy's. Oh, okay. Um. You want to read the uh, chapter twenty-ish or twenty-one-ish? Okay. Chapter. What chapter do you think it is? Chapter one. I mean twenty. I think you're right. Twenty-one. So go ahead, say chapter twenty-one. Remember, they met Alurk, the little boy, who also has to catch rats if he wants to eat. So Amos is not being very oh. nice to him. And, uh... Why? I don't know. A poor boy. Where's his mom? We don't know his story. That's a good question. But then he saw Flora and Sophia so working. it's not even a kid and he's locking it up? Yeah. What? That's a mean person. So if it was his kid, would that he... Was a, that would be illegal. Yes. Um, I mean, everybody knows. So, Sophia and Flora killed some rats, and Alaric saw it, and he said, Come on, team. Let's get to work. So, chapter 21. At first, Flora couldn't see how they could possibly succeed without bait to bring the rats to them. But Alaric led Sophia and Flora behind a wooden post and put his finger to his lips. Then he slipped away. From the other end of the hold, a terrific banging began along the wall and floor. The knocking and thumping came closer and closer. Soon they could hear the sound of a thousand tiny feet running toward them. Flora tensed her muscles. Turn around and wait for it, Sophia whispered. I'll tell you as soon as they're in place. Flora turned. Now, said Sophia. So I wonder if the boy was scaring the rats to, to them. Flora fired her back feet behind her. The rats were thrown into a panic. They ran this way and that. Flora kicked and kicked while Sophia dashed in for the cleanup. As the remaining rats disappeared in the dimness, the lantern bobbled toward them. Alaric fell to his knees, counting in a low voice. Nice work. Four more. He laid his stick down and scratched both of his teammates on the head. What would I do without you guys? He tossed the dead rats in a pile, and then he was up again. Flora and Sophia took their places for another round. By the time Big Amos came downstairs with breakfast, Flora was back on her chain. Sophia and Alaric stood behind twelve rats in two piles, waiting for the cook. Flora looked on with pride. The rats had been hunted down with skill and teamwork. Big Amos peered at the boy and cat as if trying to understand what had happened. You two wait for me. After putting Flora... Oh, sorry. That was a lark. You two wait for me. After putting Flora's slops out, he went back upstairs and returned with his hands full. Or no, this is Amos. You two wait for me. Good kitty. He put a plate down for Sophia and patted the cat on the head. 
Food for the rat boy, too. Fresh biscuits and scrambled eggs, scrambled eggs above deck. Come with me and throw these overboard. Alaric grabbed a bunch of tails in each hand and followed. He was gone all day. Wait, Dad, what? What? What about um Flora? Flora and Sophia are still down below deck, but Alaric went up to eat. But like the cat got a plate of like cat food. Oh yeah, did she? Oh yeah, Sophia and Flora both got their stuff. Yeah, they both got food, and the boy went upstairs to eat. Alaric grabbed a bunch of tails in each hand and followed. They were gone all day, but when he came back with the cook the next morning, he stuck around after Big Amos left. He untied Flora, and all three ran to their places. Flora heard the stick begin knocking at the far end of the ship. She and Sophia smiled at each other and waited for their turn with the rats. But this time, just as the first wave reached them, Heavy footsteps sounded at the top of the stairs. This panicked the rats even more than usual. Instead of simply running from the sound of Alaric's stick, they began leaping about like fish and scurrying in many directions. Flora felt a split second of fear. What would Amos do if she found her unchained again? But she couldn't waste the work that Alaric had done hurting the rats. It was too late to hide anyway. Her body went into a crouch, and when Sophia gave her the signal, she began spinning and kicking. The last of the rats had been killed, or had escaped, Flora turned to face Amos. But it was not the cook. Standing on the bottom step was another man. He took his hat off and smiled. I wonder what all that banging was down here. Cook told me some good but mysterious work was being done on our rat problem. I thought I should take a look. He stepped onto the floor of the hold and walked toward them. Amos said it was a cat and boy operation, but it looks to me as if we have a secret weapon. He scratched behind one of Flora's ears and Dad, ran. why does he only say cat and boy? Well, they probably because Amos never heard of a pig killing rats. And the boy's job was to kill rats, and the cat's job was to kill rats. So Amos thought it was just the two of them. But this guy's discovering that there was a secret weapon, so probably uh, Flora. He scratched behind one of Flora's ears and ran his hand down Sophia's back to the tip of her tail. If I hadn't seen it for myself, I would not have believed it. He Hello, Captain, Alaric stammered. Flora caught her breath. Huh? What's your name, son? Alaric, the cabin boy, sir. He brought his feet together and made a clumsy salute. So the captain did come to see her after all. Who? The captain. This is the captain. Wait, the who? Well, Flora was hoping the captain would come see her. Did she? Well, this is the captain. He saw Flora killing a bunch of rats. Well, Alaric, there's no sailor on this boat working harder than you. The captain clicked his heels and saluted in return. It seems you have found an unexpected role for the ship's pig. I don't suppose the cook knows about this. No, sir. Alaric looked down at the floor. He shuffled his feet. The pig is supposed to be chained up, getting fat. Please don't tell Cook, sir. I'm in plenty of trouble as it is. The captain didn't say anything at first. Then a slight smile tugged at his lips. Son, you never know who will step up with the brains and talent in the time of need to be right, the right one for the job. We'll keep this between us. Shouting from the deck above interrupted the moment. The captain looked up. I'd better return... 
to topside. Wait, Dad, can I do paddle? Sure. We're closing in on our final destination, and we've entered iceberg water, so we need to be on extra alert. As you can imagine, the precipitation that falls on these coastal areas is significant and can cause a problem with visibility. We can sew it. He laid a hand on Alaric's shoulder. Carry on, so sailor. Yeah, just don't make it any worse. Yes, sir. Alaric slowed it again. But can I ask you a question, sir? If it's a quick one. What happens to me once we reach our first destination? Our final destination? The explorer unloads me and the expedition team and sails away to pick us up on the other side of the continent. You'll be part of that skeleton ship's crew. The captain gave him a smile. Meanwhile, the expedition team and I are going to be dogs are going to dogsled across the entire span of the Antarctic. Something never before done. Journeying for, from food station to food station. If we're successful, we've made history. What's your joke? Um, what do you call slippers? Um that you sleep in. What? Sleepers. Uh, <laughs> um, I got that from you. You made that joke up. No, I got it from you. Flora gazed at him with admiration. Now there was a born leader. Something about him reminded her of Oscar. Alaric jumped in boldly. Wait, what? Oscar, the uh, head slide dog, remember? Alark jumped in boldly. I was hoping I could go along on the expedition, sir. The captain laughed. Alark slumped. I'm sorry, the captain said. It's much too dangerous for a boy. Besides, the ship needs every available pair of hands it can get for the difficult trip. Another shout crackled from the top of the stairs. Loud pounding of boots came right above them. The captain looked up again. More icebergs, he muttered. I'd better get upstairs. Keep up the good work, son. But just as the captain stepped on the bottom stair, a bone-numbing jolt knocked Flora off her feet. Her ribs slammed into the floor and knocked the breath out of her. The sound of splintering wood filled the air. In a single moment, no one, not even the captain, was in control of anything. What do you think just happened? Hmm. Sounds like a crash to me. Maybe not, though. We'll see.